Welcome to episode six of By the Damn House podcast. I am Christina Joy. I'm Grace Carpenter. And in this episode, we're just going to have a continuation of episode five, where we talked in detail about home staging. And in this episode, maybe just a little bit more of the nuts and bolts of home staging, maybe the psychology of home staging a little bit. Mm -hmm. How come I do not want to be an interior designer? Yes. And also big changes for Grace. Yes, find out. Big changes, stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) Let's pick up right where we left off because it was very juicy. Yes. We were talking about staging Mm -hmm. and the real estate business and how important staging is. Mm -hmm. And there's so many fun little tips and tricks that we could go over. But we also decided that maybe I'm just going to let you have my business because... I'm ready to let it go, and I've, I have a really successful staging company. I've had it for seven years, and I have all this inventory, and I'm in Phoenix, you're in Palm Springs in the desert, and I could literally, we could just fill a giant U-Haul yep. and just bring you yep. everything. I'm yep. talking art, rugs, yeah. lamps, you name it. Yep. It could be there, and um, that's just really exciting to me because... Yeah, so we could do an inventory. Yep, exactly. Do an inventory. And after that podcast, when we talked more about the details of it, we were like, why get another person involved when here we are and we could maybe even just be business partners, right? Absolutely. And like kind of partner into it where it gradually fades into my business. Right. But for now, you can help me, teach me, you get part of the money, like whatever, you know what I mean? And so it's yeah. a win win situation. Right. And then eventually, you know, it's my business and it's not your hands. Like, right. and instead of, right. Yeah. It's like, it's like the most epic timing. It's the timing. I can't is impeccable. even, I can't even like, because you're know. moving to Italy. I, I actually know. was like, I didn't even think about that. But what are you going to do with this whole thing? You could displace it all over on Marketplace, but how much? Oh, I mean, like, you know what I was uh, doing? I furnished three houses in Memphis. I filled up a whole bunch of shipping pods and brought a whole bunch of furniture there. But I still have a full warehouse two storage containers that are mm-hmm. 10 by 20 and four staged houses right now. So my but inventory is insane. Insane. Yeah. But, and that's the coolest part is yeah. I could just be like, here you go. Here's enough for seven houses and all yeah. the pieces play together. Right. So right. this rug can work for 10 right. sofas and 10 coffee tables. And like, you yeah, know what I mean? Had, Everything yes. kind of works together. Yeah. Which and is, because one of your passions is finding items. Yes, that's that's literally that's, why I became right, a stager exactly. is I have a thrifting addiction. Uh-huh. It's I'm not going to lie. Yes. I love estate sales. I love thrifting. I will jump in a dumpster if something looks <laughs> exactly. good. I have no and shame. anyone who follows you on TikTok knows yes. all of your amazing stories yes. about your finds. So TikTok's so funny to yeah. me because I don't, I don't take it really seriously. Yeah, it's yeah. Literally just for fun, but I went viral for this one painting I found in a thrift store where I thought it was a famous painting. I had recognized the signature at the bottom, and so I put it out there on TikTok, and Antiques Roadshow responded, and then I ended up getting an Antiques Roadshow ticket and going, and it was an authentic painting, but someone who had owned it previously superimposed a cat into the picture that wasn't an original part of the piece. <laughs> uh, so 
they didn't put it on the show because it wasn't just an authentic piece. It was kind of bastardized. Um, but the art dealer who talked to me, he made a TikTok about it afterwards. He said it was his favorite piece of the day and um, that it, he thought it was worth a little bit more because of the cat. Because it was so weird. So random. <laughs> and I the cat has like it. weird paws. I mean, paws are really hard to paint. I get it. But like they almost <laughs> look like sloth paws or something. I don't know. It's really awesome. But um, I find really cool stuff all the time. So yes. I'm always putting it on my TikToks, like okay. all the cool stuff I find. And so because obviously I'm going to be taking, like I'm going to be your understudy and taking over and making, not your business will not die. Right. Like you can, can still, still shop. shop. You can still shop and then just Hallelujah. send it to me or I'll yes. get it and I'll add it to my inventory. And like, so you still get to do what you love. Yes. Obviously yes. I'll make it, we'll do a thing. I'll make it worth it. You know what I mean? For you to oh, find stuff. I'm not worried about not that worried. at all. Yeah. Um, the most so fun part about being a thrifter and being a picker is being able to put those things to use. Because right. I'm not really a hoarder. It's for right. my business. Exactly. You can just keep buying everything. Right. <laughs> and then That's I'll just right. keep storing it. And yes. Yeah. It's like the most incredible. I can't even get over it, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's like, but this is what I'm saying. Because I mentioned in the last podcast, I feel like, and I and literally, I cried the other morning in, in gratitude just because I feel like for whatever reason, right now, I know I'm going to look back in this time of my life and just be like, wow, that was, that was fucking rad. You know what I yes. mean? Like, like because yes. things are just flowing That's, and I have goosebumps no, me because too. of my gratitude. Like no. I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, Christina, this is where the best things are born. Yeah. And the best ideas are the ones that scare you a little bit. Yeah. But also just make you feel totally alive. Right. Honestly, you're going to love staging. Oh, I you're already love did staging the other day. More such... than real estate. Like, well, okay. If you're yeah. anything like me. Yeah. So my experience was I, I was a realtor for many years because of being a flipper. Right. But I would stage my own houses and I loved Staging my own house. Oh my God, we could stage my flip. That'll be like for Absolutely. sure. Like, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I, we both have flight benefits because we're both still uh, flight attendants. So yeah. I can just pop over, yeah. help you stage, yeah. fly home. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Oh my God. I know. I'm, I'm actually really, really proud of you. I think that the part that you might not understand yet about staging okay. versus buying and selling real estate okay. is it's a sure thing. Right. So when you get hired to stage, that seller is on the hook to pay you whether the house sells or not. Right. You are providing a service, mm -hmm. just like yeah, if it's you're like a, a plumber. Line. Yeah, exactly. And I've only had to threaten this three times in my entire life, but you are allowed to put a contractor's lien on a property for non-payment. Non and mm -hmm. it's actually in my contract, recourse for non-payment mm -hmm. is a lien or other measures. Sure. You could sue someone, mm -hmm. but it's never come to that. Yeah. In my contract, it's the home, uh, proceeds are due when the home is sold or when it's removed from the market. Like if right. somebody decides to rent it out, mm -hmm. they still have to pay the stager. Okay, so question. In the, in the desert, sometimes things are taking a while to sell. Yeah. Like 60 yeah. days, 90 days. Yeah. How, how long do you give them? My contract says, and I'm super seller friendly because I am a flipper mm -hmm. first. You like that's it. the mm -hmm. flipper brain. So I'm always really seller friendly. Mm -hmm. I say after three months, 
we're going to do an reevaluation. Mm -hmm. Some pieces might need to be swapped out for my new projects, but I will not remove all the furniture until you tell me to. Okay. So I let it sit there. Okay. I consider houses that take a long time to sell free storage. I know that sounds okay. terrible, but I know where everything is. Right. Right. Uh -huh. And so, and I can call um, a seller and say, hey, this house has been on the market a while. Can I swap out that dining table? Right, I really need it. Right. I really mm -hmm. need it for this other project. Sellers are so happy to do yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly. Doesn't matter to them as long and, as it looks good, right? And I, I find sellers to be so amiable and it's totally different than doing interior design for somebody's primary residence. Yes. Somebody's primary residence, they want to pick every single rug, every single flower, every single whatever and the process takes eight to 10 months to yeah. a year, staging takes three days. And it's, oh. you don't really have a say. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm the stager, I'm staging mm -hmm. so the buyers are happy. Mm -hmm. You're hiring me for my expertise. I'm coming in into an empty house. I'm gonna do what I think will showcase the house, look great in photographs. You sometimes have to explain that to sellers mm -hmm. and agents explain that to sellers. No, this is going to photograph well if mm -hmm. we do it this way. 100%. I, I am so grateful uh, for my contractor who got me into interior design because yes. that put me on the trajectory. Yes. That's, yeah. Yes. Tra trajectory of this whole path. Right. Because it got me right. like I loved it and I but it like yeah I made money it got yeah. me got me money it yeah. got me out there and then I started working on homes of people that were flipping and so it's like a whole process right you gotta, like we said put yourself out there but of wow I do not want to be an interior designer. No. Like no. that has, it has been hard. really hard. Yeah. Like, because I have, because clients are because hard. Because client, because like you just said, like, oh my God, there's this, like, there's a wall and I know exactly what to do with that wall. I'm like, put Wayne's cotting, put the picture, like it's good. And then literally grace two mm -hmm. months later, mm -hmm. we're going in circles because they're like, I don't know. And then, all, and then all of a sudden, two months later, we're putting Wayne's cotting in a picture because they finally come. You know, but it has to be there. I, I don't it know. It has to be there. Idea. Idea. And sometimes, <clears throat> maybe it's my weird brain, but I can see a room right. put together. What makes me a good stager, what's going right. to make you a good stager, <clears throat> is I can walk a property, or now, I've done it so long, a realtor can send me photos Whoa. of a space, and I can go in my warehouse and pull a whole box truck full and be like, this rug will work, this sofa will work, this coffee table will work, these chairs will work, because all my furniture plays together really wow. nicely anyway. Yes. And when I get there, I can still leave room and maybe bring an extra chair, extra lamp or whatever, mm -hmm. but I can do it so fast because I've done this so long and it's formulaic. There are things that are always gonna work right. in every instance. Mm -hmm. And um, there's so many like rules, but you're not dealing with sellers that are like, why do you use that picture? Yeah, exactly. They don't care. No. Yeah. They sellers are like, please sell my house. Yeah. Please make it look amazing. Uh -huh. I want top dollar. Uh-huh. Done. Done. I can do that. Yeah. 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 So this, so I'm just like, so, and then, and then what is amazing is that, so this, this guy that I met at this um, event, he's like, well, I call expires. This is my, that's his way. He got all those. Um, list sales, right? Yeah. Is because you call expireds, meaning homes that have expired that didn't sell in right. the time frame they wanted. So what 
what I'm going to do with staging because, and you said, I mean, who knows? I mean, of course, I, everyone knows I'm a brand new agent. Like right. I've only been doing an actual agent for what, two months, six weeks. Right. Or, so I don't know. I don't know yet. I could love it. I could hate it. But what I'm going to use the staging for is I'm going to say, I'm going to call the expireds and I'm going to first say I'm a stager, right? So it's not going to be like, oh, I'm a real estate agent. I want to try to sell your house. You know, I'm sorry that one didn't work out. It's like, no. I'm a stager. I this sets you apart. Right. Not everyone. So I take it for granted, and I know that you do too. Not everyone can do what we do. Right. Not everyone can go in and say, this is what will make a space beautiful. And I take it for granted, but staging helps and people need us. Mm -hmm. I provide a service people actually need and they're grateful for it and they're happy to pay me mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Honestly. So really I'm hoping to like call these expireds, put myself out there as like, yes. okay, I'm going to come in, I'm going to stage your house and I'm going to list it. So like yep. I'm going to get like both sides. And you're going to do and really, I'm, really well. And I'm going to help them because yes. it's like, and that's the most beautiful part is that they obviously needed it. Right. That's why their house didn't sell or you whatever can, reasons. But. You can cherry pick the people that you're going to call. Right. So it's very generic, uh, very genuine, not right. generic. Right. And you can bring up their listing mm -hmm. and be like, you know, can I just say, because I'm a home stager, that I think this house would be showcased so well mm -hmm. if there was furniture in it so that people could imagine how to put their own furniture. Mm -hmm. In it mm -hmm. because on the listing photos, you're probably not getting showings because it's just white box after white box. Mm -hmm. Let's make every room show its intended purpose, right? Like, I always stage one room as an office, or yes. one room as a kid's room, one room as a primary bedroom, one room with a queen bed, and I really try to showcase something different in each room. Also, when a house is completely empty, buyers walk in and go, That wall's scuffed. That right, there's every a, there's imperfection. A chip in this. The title, because that's yes. the only thing to look at. Yes, <clears throat> if you put staging in it, those are just little superficial, tiny things. Mm -hmm. So they're able to just see the house as a whole, mm -hmm. right? And it's not, it's not um, deceitful. It's more realistic because when you move in. Yes, you're going to notice like a scuff in the wall and you can take a magic eraser and wash it. But is that a reason to not buy a house? No, but it does stop buyers. Yeah. I'm serious. No. It does. Because it's an emotional, per like for most people, they buy homes based on emotion. And so that's the fun part about the kind of staging I do because I use a lot of thrifted finds and stuff I find in Europe and really character. like Lots warm, cozy, eclectic. Mm -hmm. You can walk in and be like, is this stage or does a really cool person live here? Right, exactly. That's my vibe. Here. Oh, thank you You're very much. You're welcome. <laughs> it's just flowing from you. You need to hydrate. I love it. I'm yes. Hydrate. Yes. <laughs> no, um, staging with really fun eclectic pieces and not just a bunch of boring yeah. crap. And don't don't worry like there's plenty of target stuff and all yeah. that stuff. No, no, but no. like special interesting things keep people in the house longer and while they're in the house longer feeling out all the cool stuff they're looking at. Mm -hmm. Getting that's more when, attached to the house. That's when they get more attached. Mm -hmm. I never this is a this is a psychological trick. Are you ready? I never put um like traditional place settings at the at the bar or mm -hmm. the table they um sometimes people do that like yeah, at a breakfast nook or a bar uh -huh. because when people decide they're going to write an offer 
they decide to sit down and they're less likely to sit down if there's some sort of like floofy place setting oh. there. So I explain that like it's the psychology of buying too. That that wine glass with the crisp um, napkin sticking out right. of it and right. all that bullshit, it keeps people from wanting to sit down. The second they sit down, an offer is coming. Right. Because they want to feel it. They want to be wanna, in the like, space. Let they're me like, just oh. sit in this bar stool yeah. and just imagine you cooking in that kitchen. Right. You right. know what I right, mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Put myself here. Yeah. Well, that, that is one thing. Is this, okay, tell me if this was an accurate thing to say. So when we were going through this staging thing, there were these pictures, and they were cute pictures of the family, and he was like, Get that out. can stay. I was all no. gone. I was like, I don't want to see one picture. No. And I was kind of, of course, fake it till you make it, because yeah. I didn't really know. Yeah. So I was like, no, I was like, listen, it's psychological. Yes. I was like, if, if, if I see a picture of another family in this house, I it's not imagine. mine. It's not my house. So I was like, gotta go. Every single personal picture has got to go. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. Good, I was right. And every okay. personal hygiene item. Right. Every single toothbrush, toothpaste, hairspray. What I tell people that are selling their house that are still living in it is yeah. get a, like a bathroom caddy mm-hmm. and put all your essentials in there and put it under your kitchen sink because right. nobody wants to see that stuff when they're going through a house. Wet towels, like you just took a shower yeah. and you yeah. hang it up. Absolutely not. Horrible. Those yes. all have to go. Wet bathroom rug, wet towels. You're you absolutely understand the psychology of buying. Um, there's another little thing that I read right when I was first starting out in staging. Always have a couple of empty hangers in a oh, closet. Oh, so I can put my stuff there. Even if the yes. closet's full of stuff, put some empty hangers in there uh-huh. because it's it's a it's a symbol of like your stuff can go here again. Like we said, energy, right? Energy. Creating the space. Exactly. I'm putting my energy in here. I'm yes. imagining myself in here. Yes. And it may be inconvenient for the seller, yes, but it's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Be inconvenienced for 60 days and make $10,000 more? Yeah. Like, what, what, what is the inconvenience worth, you know, yeah. to you? Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's exactly right. a, a thing. And um, my favorite type of houses to stage have always been the ones where the sellers decide the way to get top dollars to move out. Mm-hmm. And they say, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always able to surprise and delight them yeah. because they don't know what's coming. But just something as simple as I use a lot of fake curtains. So, and you know this, you know this, and like they're not expensive, but most people buy curtains that are too short and they hang them in the window. And what you're supposed to do to make a room look the biggest and brightest it can be is hang as close to the ceiling as possible and actually on either side of the window to elongate the size of the window um, with your eye and make it look big and bright. And if you have naked windows, and I do this with sliders a lot too, which I mean, it's not practical, but it, it's a psychological thing. It softens a room. If you're, especially in the desert, if it's tile and a glass slider and there's no textiles, there's nothing soft, some um, tacked up with tiny little nails, curtains that are meant to flow to the floor on either side, soften the space immediately yeah, yeah you have all these tips like i do about beds I do. so that's so funny you said curtains because yes. my friend we were literally talking about how she likes to have a low bed and she doesn't want a headboard but she just kind of feels like it needs more and i literally took your your thing about curtains and she yes. and i was like 
put curtains behind, behind your bed, bed and just put a picture in between instead of a window. Yes. But it's like creates a, a headboard feel. Yes. And it's like, and it's like, I, yeah. So I literally yesterday, yes. I told a friend that and I got that from you. Like it's like curtains Yay. are, yeah, like, right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> curtains are everything. And then also at my own house, the window's like off center with my bed because it's like the way that it's just, it's older. And so I did it to hide the, in the off balance. Yes. So I did, I did, I did the curtains actually not centered to the window. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yes. But no, no, no. That's yeah. exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I think because it, it it balances the room. It balances your eye. Sometimes it's really easy for me to do and for you to do. I can walk into a space and be like, "This is wrong because the bed's here and the window's here." Whereas, like, you can put a bed in front of a window, especially if it centers everything, and then you can get two matching nightstands mm-hmm. and two matching lamps. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. Yes. We could talk endlessly about staging, anyway, but this yeah. is very exciting. Yes. For, for both of us, because this is that missing piece for me of I needed to find a place for all of my treasures and my seven years of experience and tried and true things. And this is a cash flowing, incredible business. It's not that I'm failing. It's that I just want to go do something right, else. Exactly. <laughs> this is about the evolution, this right? Is, this is. You know what you said to me the other day when we talked on the phone and we were talking about something about flying and you said, you were like, Christina, she, you were like, you have, do you remember this? You, expanded. I was like, you have expanded, that's the word. You yes. have expanded and going back to flying is painful. It's painful. Yes. And then I actually thought, because actually that, I've I had that, goosebumps. me too. Yeah. I, and that's the same with you. Yes. I'm saying staging yes. is now you're expanding. Yes. And now you're not going to go backwards to no, it, right? It's like I'm you're not. moving on to the next thing because going backwards now thinking like, I'm going to have to stage for the rest of my life is painful. painful. Um, it's so This is such a fun, visceral thing to talk about because I got there with flying a little bit before you did Mm -hmm. where I was like, what do I do to not have to really be a flight attendant and work Mm -hmm. 80 hours a month anymore? And I expanded to the point where flying was painful. So Mm -hmm. I knew I was able to say that to you. So I'm just like a little bit, in seven years, we're going to be finding a buyer for your staging company. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You're going to be expanding beyond. Yes, I'm going to be moving to Italy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Or who knows where, maybe Bali. I know. Yeah, Yeah, ooh, Bali. I mean... What is it about Wally? Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Honestly, so you're going in I June. Am. So for a month. my husband's selling his practice, like we talked about, and I thought, what would be the best reset for someone who's been in their um, career for 17 years and they are like super established in their life and their whole identity is wrapped up in their career? What's a great way to have like a new start and start reimagining your identity? I think a month in Bali is that oh. for my husband. Oh. So I've been to Bali. You've been to Bali. Um, I'm bringing my kids and my husband, and we're just going to rent a villa. And it's going to be the marking of his new identity, of his new start. Mm-hmm. And he's very excited to sell his business, but also a little bit afraid. So much of his identity is wrapped up in it. I think it's a little harder for men. I don't mean to be so general as general general in yeah, general, yeah, yeah, but it's a little harder for men 
to, yeah. to leave Attached. their careers. Well, very, yeah, yes. it, it's understandable because society does put a lot of like, yes. in America, He's the a first provider. question is, yeah. what do you do? Exactly. Right? So and that's like, not the case in Europe exactly. or anywhere else. And, yeah. And it Who probably, are you? <laughs> I tried to actually not ask that question, even though I find myself falling into it. It I drives know. me nuts. I know. I really work on it. I really try to say like, oh, what are you, what are you excited about these days? Like, what are you into? Like, what's your hobbies? That's the first question to ask versus what do you do? Right. Because then regardless, and so anyway, if, if, um, my, I'm getting sidetracked. No, no, no. But, so, but, so Bali's just going to be this perfect break, brand new start, mm-hmm. this symbolic thing where we're going as a family and we're literally just going to exist. Mm-hmm. My dream is, I mean, I'll probably open up my laptop and manage the real estate portfolio course, and do all that, course. but it'll be in a cafe Watching my children play in the rice paddy fields, going to the beach, doing daily family meditations and family walks and just slowing down. Yeah. I feel feel like Bali is a place of nature. Yes. A hundred percent. It's green. So my favorite part is Ubud. Oh, mine too. Right. It's a vortex. Yes. Just like Sedona. There's a few in the world. It's incredible. Your soul is at peace in Ubud. It's it's incredible, right? So, the, yes. and my favorite thing about it is, I just remember walking down these streets, very narrow, like cobblestone, right, like kind of rocky streets. Yeah. And you would think to yourself, like, oh, there's there's not much here. But then you go and you see a restaurant, right, or you see like a little door, and you open the door. And then it's just like literally something you would see out of a movie. It's magical. It's green. And they have like a little platform and you all sit on the floor. There's not chairs, right? You like sit on the floor. And then there's this... Like literally vines, green, hanging with fountains, be- fountains and, and flowers p- ponds, everywhere. Ponds. Like just like, it's like the most, and I have goosebumps. I like it's, it's so magical. incredible. And it's like behind this door, you can't explain it. Like you mm-hmm. really have to experience it for mm-hmm. yourself. And that's the most fun part about travel. You're going to have such a great I, time. I agree. But you're helping me so much. Yeah, this right. I'm taking, I know I'm taking, maybe I'll fly to Bali and see <gasps> you guys for a couple of days. Come. <laughs> that would be Come. so fun. That is I just put amazing. my new bestie on my flight attendant um benefits uh, benefits yes and she's a yes girl like us like she's like I, I don't even have to i'm ask. in like yeah let's, I'm in. let's do it let's do it <laughs> so um it's gonna be an amazing year because i, I grew agree up and so i'm like maybe i'll just whisk her away to bali with me for a couple days like how fun can i say that I, how we met real quick just yeah. talking about energy we have yes. time just like real quick yes i think so okay it's the it is the cutest story so i was in san diego i was leaving um, one of my best friends at um the beach and come to find out so was so was she she was leaving mission bay and we were driving and i was in a hurry because i was trying to get to lax because we were about to go to um ireland this was back yes. in august yes so we were about to go to ireland I'm, I'm i'm rushing from san diego to go to la and there's traffic and i'm like oh god because i had to drop off my daughter first so anyway um so there was like, I was missing my exit. So I was like, so I was in, you know, in my little car and I was driving on the five and I, there was like a gap, right? So I pull right. over real quickly and I kind of was like, oh shit. Like, I hope the person behind me isn't going to be mad. Cause I did kind of like cut her off, but not a hundred percent. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. I was like squeezing my way in anyway, all of a sudden I didn't even know. And then like, but we were only going five miles an hour, right? Like a little like tap. 
on uh, my bumper. Oh. And I was all, oh no, I was all, oh shit. And I looked back and there's like this big like Yukon big truck and like tinted windows. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, they're gonna be pissed. I was like, it's gonna be a big burly man. And he's gonna be like, why the fuck did you cut me off? Like, sir, <laughs> like, this is like, so I'm like petrified. So I we pull over and I'm like, okay. And Brooklyn's with me. I'm like, it's okay, B, like, it's gonna be fine. Like, okay, whatever, probably nothing even happened. So then we get out of the car. And then this most beautiful little like five foot yoga one goddess. yoga goddess. She's like comes out with this flowing hair and her like tattoos and her big earrings. And we both had on like big magical moon earrings. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful. And she's like, no, you're beautiful. <laughs> and then, and, I, and, and then we, I was like, I was like, are you? I was like, I'm shaking. Are you? And she's like, I am too. And I'm like, can I hug you? And she's like, I've been wanting to hug you since I saw you. Aww. And so now we say like our vibrations were yeah. so strong. Literally, the cars our were cars like, collided. I love that. Yeah, I love. I, know. I have goosebumps. It's That's amazing. amazing. And we're like, anyway. So now we think that we're probably twin sisters in a past life because we it. like already finish each other's sentences and stuff. It's really cute. So anyway, that's the one I'm putting on my benefits. Oh, I think that's wonderful. So, isn't that amazing? I so. come, come to Bali. Yes, yes, okay. Wow. Love it. Okay, well, um, uh, episode six was a success. Yes. I'm just gonna say that. Yep. And uh, once again, we this is us signing off for episode six. This is Grace. And Christina. And this is the By the Damn Bye. House podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> By the Damn House. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Just bye! <laughs> <laughs>